1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We got an email from a listener and it opens a wider conversation. I wonder could you talk about St. Catherine's in Kilcully. Huge headstones are being erected up there on some graves. Things are also being placed around the base of the trees. And that surely isn't appropriate. The trees are not the property of any one person. My husband is buried in St. Catharines, says this call it was. It's a corner plot with a tree near it. The tree has been taken up by people hanging lanterns and putting up Irish flags. I'm just wondering if anyone else has come across this. What's worse is that some of my relatives and friends and neighbours now think this represents my late husband's wishes, when it doesn't. That's interesting. And the trees in St. Catharines are not owned by anybody, they are. Public trees, but she says some of them have been taken over with lanterns and, and Irish flags, one near her husband's grave, for example, and very big headstones being erected on certain graves. It, it leads me to uh, an article that was in the Echo recently by Sarah Horgan about some of the strange things that are brought up to the altar at funerals or some of the strange things that happen. At funerals, um, the reverend, very reverend Father Thomas Walsh is a parish priest at Church of the Ascension in Granubra, and you're quoted in that article, Thomas. You've seen you've seen some strange things in your time. Good morning. Uh,
2: good morning, PJ. Uh, thank you for being on. J- uh, just I'd say first of all that the great majority of families that we deal with present no problem. Yeah. Uh, they come heartbroken and they look for guidance and d- direction on what to do. And in going through the ceremony with them, invariably they talk about the, the loved one who has died and the loss they are. I think for us priests, uh, we are privileged to be allowed into their conversation uh, as they relate the loss they are, uh, that they are feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, being with families uh, at such moments, and being with the dead in their final days is one of the most rewarding experiences that we have as priests. Mm. There are some um, there there are some things that, uh, around funerals that are patently wrong, and things like the music played. It's a sacred celebration, like the music played, yeah. the gifts offered, um, the conduct and reading. So those and. I suppose um the vast majority of people just let it go, but if it's wrong I think we, we should call it out and that's maybe why I I do it yeah.
1: myself. Take the, the offerings as a particular one. If someone was a you know, known all their life as a lover of sport, then one might bring up a football or a hurley or something. You okay with that?
2: I am, no problem. And in fact I would say that I have never ever stopped anything that they wanted to bring up. I I would encourage them to kind of think of something different. But if they insist in fact if people are involved with clubs and things, I think it's very appropriate that they would bring the that they would bring uh, kind of a hurley or a footballer a jersey to the club. So I've no problem
1: with that. No. Then what kind of thing Father Tomas would you uh, is it? we can't do uh, that I suppose a very common one
2: would be the packet of cigarettes and you know like what does that tell tell us about the, the loved one who has died or maybe uh, the remote control would be a very popular one, now if they want it they get it, but I say look what does it tell us about the loss they are and um Bringing a bottle of whiskey or a six pack, um, again to try and discourage them. What yeah. it's it, it, it's not appropriate, I think.
1: Yeah, um, and at a funeral one time for a man we all knew him here. He worked in radio for a few years, um, and we brought up, or his his family brought up, a record and a pair of headphones. Well, that that would be appropriate.
2: Uh, it's suppose, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that if they can give me a good rational reason why they're bringing something up. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: things yeah. that things that are happen happen by the grave. Um, you quoted as saying that you saw someone who cracked open a can of beer, poured half it into the grave, and drank the rest of it. Now that seems to be extreme.
2: Uh, well, there are. It happens often enough. You know, maybe not too often, but often enough, you'll get the people who are. Doing kind of libations into the grave, and that's the kind of a pagan thing, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and uh, you could get in some uh, funerals, you could get forty people throwing forty cans of the, emptying forty cans of beer oh, into what? the
1: grave. Well, that picture, I can't get that one out of my head. Yeah, yeah. appropriate and inappropriate behaviour at the graveside. Come back to the music for a second, because. I, I suppose it's a precious 40 minutes or 45 minutes in the church as we say goodbye to a loved one. And they may have a song that was associated with them.
2: Um, again, I would suggest to them that maybe you play it coming in or playing it going out, but that it should be sacred music uh, in uh, in a religious ceremony. would be my feelings on the matter.
1: Do you have songs, like, there would be songs that cross over, like On Eagle's Wings is a very yes, popular, yeah, no, well, that was a pop song, or, or You Raise Me Up, which is hugely yeah, popular Beautiful, again, no problem with
2: those, there'd be kind of things like deep pop or heavy metal or things like that Yes
1: or
2: uh, kind of.
0: It's that time of the year
1: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Cork City, kind of, what's the song in Cork City? The Dyke. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that one, but, um, the, the generally... Banks, the Bangs. Like, the banks, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Now, uh, again, if they want to, if they want, to, when the coffin is coming up to church, I would suggest that that might be an appropriate time for it, or when the coffin is going down to church at the end. You know, most families are very happy uh, to take direction, as I said, mm. at funerals.
1: Are, are, um, are there rules with regard to the music? Are they laid down? They, you used to hear the old bishop's list.
2: Yeah, there are. Uh, very clearly, very. Uh, people don't enforce them, that's the problem but um but clearly, there is like if it's a sacred ceremony, it should be sacred music or kind of coming near to sacred music
1: you know so, crossover crossover stuff stuff that yes, yes. you know um what, what there was one um Elvis Presley used to do a lot of gospel stuff in his early days um would you have an objection to an Elvis Presley gospel track being played over the public address for example? Uh
2: no not again if it's at the if it's if it's kind of appropriate music uh, if it's kind of inappropriate in the sense that it's not suitable for uh, a religious ceremony I would say it should be played at the beginning and at the end.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. And um, have you and ever had to say to someone Absolutely not. That's not happening in my church.
2: Yeah, I have actually, and kind of they reluctantly go along with us and things like that. You know, would people get upset? Uh, they do, uh, but um, they they kind of if they realise then that if they want their religious ceremony, they have no, uh, they have no alt- alternative but yeah. to a- agree or to find some other priest. Yes,
1: you know, with regard to. The, either burial or cremation. I know there's an opportunity for more more prayer at both the graveside and indeed at a cremation. And sometimes you'd get music played at the cremation ceremony that wouldn't necessarily be sacred. Is that okay?
2: It is. Yeah, it's the it's the church ceremony really that I'm concerned with. Uh, PJ.
1: Alright, okay. Thanks very much, Father Thomas Walsh from the Church of the Ascension in Granborough. I know you've mass coming up at ten, Father Tom, so I'll let you go. I, I recall um our beloved friend here at, at work, Jim, a few years ago when Jim passed away. His song, Jim's song, was Little Old Wine Little Old Wine Drinker Me. And every anytime Jim would have a few bevies they um, he'd come out with little old wine drinker me and at the crematorium that was played as the doors closed. I thought it was lovely. With regard to stuff going on in the grave, something I did myself, I've never said this on the air. I'm going to say it now. The morning my dad was buried uh, in 2018, January 2018. It was a beautiful morning down in Black Rock. And all his life, my dad was partial to to a bar of fries chocolate you know the one phrase chocolate cream it was very partial um and i brought a bar of it in the pocket of my jacket and just as the coffin went down and we were walking away i threw the bar of chocolate into the grave just walked on my mother says what you do i said that was a bar of fries and she looked at me she goes only only you only you